0: It is the 8th of January, 1943. The great inventor Nikola Tesla died just yesterday in his hotel room at the New Yorker Hotel. He had been an electrical pioneer so showmanlike and eccentric that he was known in his time as the wizard. Today, his nephew, Sava Kasanovic, hurries toward Tesla's room accompanied by hotel employees.
1: World War II was raging in Europe. The allies, for the moment, include both the Western democracies and the USSR. But this friendship has always been a tense one.
0: Tesla, a naturalized U.S. citizen who dreamed of a world at peace, had nonetheless explored an invention the public had known as Tesla's death ray. The United States military would certainly have wanted such a thing and any other interesting inventions that could help turn the tide of the war.
1: As the story goes, when Kosanovic opened Tesla's room, he was dismayed but not surprised to see that the room had already been searched and many pages of Tesla's notes were missing. Also missing, according to some sources, was Tesla's body and perhaps even his infamous death ray.
0: Two days later, the U.S. government confiscated most of Tesla's remaining notes and refused to release them to Kosanovic. As far as anyone knew, these notes could have contained revolutionary new technology, experiments, and ideas that could shape the course of world history.
1: Who took the missing papers? Why did the government steal the rest? What secrets did these notes contain? Have any of them ever been found?
0: Tesla had his share of rivals and enemies, and any number of governments could have had motives to steal his work, especially the Soviet bloc.
1: So where did Tesla's notes go? Did he ever build his death ray? And if he did, who has it now? Hi, I'm Molly.
0: And I'm Richard. Welcome to Gone, the show where we search for everything missing.
1: Every other Monday, we examine mysterious disappearances and the theories they spawned, from the Amber Room to Michael Rockefeller, Picasso paintings to the Etruscan language, the Roanoke Colony to the lost Russian cosmonauts. If it's gone, we're looking for it. You can find previous episodes, as well as ParCast's other podcasts, on your favorite podcast directory.
0: Some of you have been asking how you can support Gone. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support us is to leave a five-star review online.
1: Today, we'll be looking into the missing papers of Nikola Tesla. Why, despite his brilliance, did some of his most ambitious ideas go unfulfilled? And why did many of them go missing after his death?
0: Since his first public demonstration of the power of electricity in 1886, Nikola Tesla has been seen as a magical or even mythical figure. He was the era's Elon Musk, a charismatic and controversial figure whom the press had proclaimed to be a singular genius.
1: He had a bizarre, opaque process. He started many projects he never finished, working in phases of frenetic zeal, beginning the initial ideations, hyping up the project before an amazed public and credulous investors, then either finishing or abandoning these projects. Even
0: though we'll be focusing on his incomplete projects in this episode, we should note that the projects Tesla actually finished changed the world forever. He predicted radio before it became practical. He did pioneering work in motor design, power generation, power transmission, and x-rays.
1: Many of his innovations live on today and are essential to modern life. Several are involved in the creation and transmission of this podcast. Most of the power adapters you use to charge whatever device you're listening to this podcast on, for example, draw from alternating currents generated by turbines that are based heavily on Tesla's work.
0: But not all of his inventions were quite so practical. Many things he promised to do were impossible, but the public latched onto them anyway. And though his more outlandish devices have never been built, and maybe cannot be built, the myth of Tesla lives on.
1: Many Tesla fans believe that if Tesla had been given a chance, the miracles he envisioned might be a reality today. Or that if his papers had been public after his death, other inventors could have built on top of Tesla's foundation. Instead,
0: many of his ideas are lost. Some of them were abandoned after Tesla was slandered by jealous rivals. Some of them were never invested in because people lost faith in his ability to deliver and some were stolen from his hotel room after his lonely death.
1: But what happened to these papers, and what secret knowledge did they contain? We'll be exploring several theories throughout the script.
0: One, that there are papers that were stolen by an unknown party the day he died, as supposedly attested by his nephew.
1: Two, that the U.S. government deliberately seized 80 trunks worth of his notes two days after he died.
0: And three, that though they return most of the notes, the U.S. government is still hoarding a secret stash of Tesla's writing somewhere.
1: We see the mythologized Tesla everywhere, from an Indiegogo campaign to build a museum dedicated to his memory, to his portrayal by David Bowie in The Prestige, to the electric car company that invokes his name.
0: Part of this enduring legacy comes from the ideals Tesla espoused. Tesla hoped his inventions would end war and bring universal prosperity. He believed in a future where labor, instead of connoting back-breaking work and continual health problems, would simply be the pressing of electric buttons. He believed that someday all labor would be automated, eventually leading to a post-scarcity economy where everyone had as much as they needed.
1: We can make some guesses about what the missing papers might contain by coming to understand the man who wrote them. Nikola Tesla was born to a Serbian family in the Austrian Empire on July 10, 1856. He grew up in the mountains of what is today Croatia, bordering the Ottoman Empire. He grew up
0: watching his mother, Juka Mandice, invent various household conveniences during his childhood. His father... Malutin Tesla was an orthodox priest who taught young Nikola that there was godliness to be found in seeking knowledge and understanding.
1: One of Nikola Tesla's biographers, W. Carlson, says that Malutin Tesla's orthodox Christian outlook may have influenced the young Nikola's worldview, inspiring him to seek to understand the big picture behind natural phenomena. Orthodoxy places a lot of importance on the attempt to understand God's creation as a way of becoming closer with God.
0: Tesla, however, gives the most credit to Machek, the family cat. Witnessing static sparking as he petted Machek, young Nikola asked his father what caused it. His father answered that it was the same thing that caused lightning— The idea that such a small reaction as static could be related to such a large phenomenon as lightning sparked in Tesla a lifelong fascination with electricity.
1: He was a good student through his primary school years, and by the time he reached university, his main focus of study became physics. At 19, Tesla began attending Austrian Polytechnic in Graz, Austria, starting in 1875. There, he impressed his professors, but also baffled them.
0: After a demonstration of a DC motor, Tesla predicted that he would build a motor that eliminated a key component, the commutator, which every motor to that point had included. This boast was considered by his physics professor to be impossible The future, as his professor saw it, was DC motors with commutators.
1: But because commutators led to sparking and shorted circuits, Tesla was convinced they were wasteful and was determined to try.
0: Direct current, known as DC, is pretty easy to describe. Electricity flows from one direction to the other constantly. Like a ball which rolls downhill, it never reverses direction. This is the system many of Tesla's rivals favored because they had already designed DC motors to work with electrical systems they had already built and could profit from.
1: In contrast, alternating current, known as AC, alternates the direction through which electricity flows. In an AC circuit, the direction of the flow reverses regularly, first flowing one way, then the other. AC is easier to transmit over large distances or transform into various different voltages.
0: Very few people were exploring AC motors for a few reasons. One, existing systems were designed with DC motors in mind. Why invalidate all of the prior work and start over?
1: Two, these existing systems and the motors that powered them were extremely profitable. Why lose money trying to reinvent the wheel?
0: And three, The AC motor Tesla developed came about as a way for Tesla to build a motor without a commutator. The physics community, including Tesla's professors, believed that it was impossible.
1: Commutators converted a linear force, the direct current, into a rotary force, the rotation of the motor. Other examples from history included devices like water wheels, which grind grain, which convert the linear flow of water into the rotary motion of the wheel.
0: Tesla sounded like he was saying he could build a motor without converting from linear to rotary motion at all. He was received much the same as someone who said they could use the flow of water to grind grain directly without the use of a water wheel.
1: All this to say that Tesla saw AC as an exciting challenge and his explorations of AC produced his most enduring works. Tesla was convinced that he could use AC to eliminate commutators forever.
0: It was a dream he held starting in 1882 when he was about 26 and pursued over the course of the next six years.
1: Those years included dark times for Tesla. He suffered a breakdown and dropped out of school. He became addicted to gambling, but eventually he returned to physics, keeping the dream of an AC motor alive in his head.
0: His fortunes improved in 1884. When he was 28, he got a job working for European branches of Thomas Edison's company, toiling to upgrade Edison electric stations in France and Germany.
1: After a few months, he transferred to the Edison branch in America, where the real innovative work was being done under the tutelage of the great man himself. Tesla was brought in as a junior member of the team and one day, by chance, crossed paths with Edison.
0: Edison was familiar with Tesla's work in Europe and was initially very impressed with him. After Edison and his other associates walked away, Tesla overheard what was intended to be a private remark as Edison said, quote, that is a damn fine man we have there, end quote. He thought that Tesla showed enormous potential.
1: But the two men approached their work very differently. Thomas Edison took a tinkerer's approach to inventing. Edison cared less about how or why something worked. All that mattered was whether it worked and whether it could be marketed. He famously tried hundreds of different filaments for incandescent light bulbs, including human hair, before finding one that worked. Tesla, on the other
0: hand, took a big-picture approach. He liked to imagine his future inventions in his head, working out the kinks before ever putting pen to paper or building a prototype. He liked to say he perfected them in his mind, and then when he built them, they worked perfectly. Prodigies, after all, made for a better story than the hardworking technician. Prodigies sold patents.
1: Tesla also imagined his devices as part of big working systems. He didn't like to just invent a motor. He liked to invent a motor that worked well with its generator and power grid, both of which also resided entirely in his mind.
0: He was frequently frustrated by real-world constraints. Businesses needed to compromise between ideal systems and the imperfect systems already installed or commercially available. Tesla wanted to replace everything with his idealized versions of these systems, no matter the cost. He wanted the world to be reshaped to fit his ideas.
1: Edison, on the other hand, reshaped his ideas to fit the world. He was in the invention game to make money, He cared about efficiency as much as Tesla, but his calculation of efficiency, unlike Tesla's, included financial cost.
0: This mismatch in approach might not seem like such a big deal, but it didn't take long before it led to trouble for both Edison and Tesla.
1: Tesla designed an outdoor arc lighting system for Edison. Incandescent light bulbs use a filament that glows when a current runs through it. Arc lights are different, They used the light given by sparks jumping across an air gap, like a bolt of lightning.
0: The Edison company used Tesla's patent only as leverage to get contracts. It was never once
1: installed. Tesla felt like he had given something of immeasurable value to someone unable to appreciate it, and he quit in disgust.
0: Tesla only lasted six months in his stint as an engineer for Edison and their differences would lead to a bitter rivalry, one that pitted Tesla's idealism against Edison's practicality.
1: But for the time being, Tesla wasn't able to find other work in his field. He'd already quit his job at the most innovative lab in the world. There was nowhere to go but down. In 1885... When he was 29, he was reduced to digging ditches for telegraph lines, breaking the ground for the electronics of better men. A humbling blow to the ambitious scholar from Austria who dared to want to change the world.
0: The story could have ended there, and if it had, we would be missing so much more. But throughout these years of hardship, he never lost sight of his dream of building an AC motor.
1: Finally, in 1886, at the age of 30, Tesla found business partners willing to bet on him. Over the next two years, he ideated and developed a working AC motor, finally eliminating the inefficiencies of the DC motor design by suspending the rotor in the middle of a rotating magnetic field.
0: He showed his business partners an egg-shaped piece of metal and awed them when he got it to stand on its narrow end and spin in circles. Nothing was touching it. This was the power of rotating magnetic fields. That's how he sold the concept for his AC motor through these types of demonstrations.
1: They were able to sell his working AC motor to Pittsburgh industrialist George Westinghouse in 1888. Suddenly, without warning to the rest of the industry, the game changed overnight, and Tesla changed with it.
0: He learned that he couldn't just conceive of an invention in his head and hope the world came around to it. He had to build it, demonstrate it, and most importantly, market it.
1: Before long, he was regularly standing on stage, letting sparking electricity course through his body, holding a light bulb. The electricity did not seem to harm him, and just as miraculously, the light in his hand turned on, despite being connected to no wires.
0: He habitually told his audiences that his time had run short, and he had meant to show them many more marvels. Like any good showman of the day, he understood that you
1: always want to leave them wanting more. This gave him a reputation as a man who knew many secrets. But really, he loved being the center of an audience's attention.
0: He captivated and awed laypeople and electricians alike, only explaining after his various magic tricks that it was not magic they saw, but technology, and the patents were available for purchase.
1: Tesla was still too much of an idealist to be bothered with actually manufacturing and selling his devices en mass. He preferred to sell the rights and let businessmen work out the rest. This was actually a common business model for inventors of that era. Patent sales could lead to generous royalties.
0: The royalties originally stipulated in Tesla's contract with Westinghouse would have made him one of the wealthiest men in America.
1: The only reason they didn't is because Tesla tore up the contract when Westinghouse, whom he considered a friend, started to have financial troubles.
0: So, typically, Tesla sold his ideas, but did not build them. There were exceptions. Some of his ideas he kept to himself, even when it wasn't in his interest to do so. He developed an AC motor that would work with just two wires, but hid this from the world for years. A two-wire motor, you see, could be installed on existing power systems.
1: But Tesla hated the existing systems and wanted them to be replaced with his more ideal version. So he hid the discovery until one of his partners pulled the truth out of him.
0: If he was keeping this secret just because it didn't fit in with his idealized version of how the world should work, what other secrets could Tesla have kept? Could his notes have contained other
1: world-changing inventions that he hid from the public? We'll return to our story in just a moment from the Parcast Network. And now let's continue the story. In 1893, when Tesla was 37, Tesla's AC won a key victory in the battle for market dominance between DC and AC. After a slew of bids from every company working with DC generators, the new electric station at Niagara Falls was built to the specifications of Tesla and Westinghouse's AC generator proposal. It had not been easy. He'd had to sell first Westinghouse himself,
0: then the client on the proposal. Aware by then that other men often did not understand his ideas, he had expended great effort to advocate for them.
1: This was Tesla's creative peak. This was a high he would chase with mixed success for the rest of his life.
0: It was his pursuit of that high that led him down many paths to dead ends. In 1899, the 43-year-old Tesla moved to Colorado Springs and tried to transmit electric power wirelessly through the ground. He had some successes, but the power he transmitted dissipated greatly with distance, and it's not clear if it would have been totally safe, though the risks were never fully explored. Tesla was not particularly interested in the safety of his inventions.
1: He built his next lab in 1901 in Cliff, Long Island, New York, when he was 45. Here, he made attempts to realize some of his boldest dreams, the transmission of information or power through the air, without wires. He thought the whole world would be connected and able to communicate instantaneously.
0: His vision would eventually prove possible, as we see in modern technologies like radio, Wi-Fi, and cell phone towers, though someone else beat him to the punch.
1: Giulielmo Marconi invented the radio in 1901 while Tesla was still toiling at Wardenclyffe. Marconi used several of Tesla's patents in his work, but this was of cold comfort to Tesla.
0: This was the beginning of the end of Tesla's reputation as a singular inventor. Tesla slowly fell out of favor with investors, the public, and the press.
1: Hoping to bring prosperity to all humans worldwide, he developed, but never tested, a general concept that sometimes today is called free energy.
0: The general idea of free energy encompasses a range of devices proposed by many different people. Most are perpetual motion machines, which is to say, physically impossible and useless devices.
1: Tesla didn't call his device a free energy device, though. He called it his ambient air engine. The heat came ultimately from the sun, so it wasn't a perpetual motion machine because it had an external energy source.
0: The general idea was that you would take the ambient heat of the air, or of the ground, and convert that into energy. Today, we actually have systems that do this, Solar thermal panels work by getting the sun to heat liquid inside of them, and geothermal heat pumps are energy-efficient air conditioners and heaters that exchange heat from your home with the ground, or vice versa.
1: Tesla, however, never built a working system for this, so the details remained buried in his notes. The kinks of solar thermal systems were not worked out for decades after Tesla's death.
0: Today, some conspiracy theorists consider Tesla's work to have been repressed by hostile business interests who stood to lose from his ambient air engine not being adopted. There's not much evidence to support that, but we do know he fell short of successfully building it. The conspiracy theorists believe the truth lies in Tesla's missing papers.
1: Despite his downward spiral, he kept working on new ideas and he kept building up his own personal mythos. But his ideas started to seem quixotic. And the only way he could reliably get his name in the papers anymore was by making outlandish statements. In the past, he had captured the hearts and minds of the public, which led to investment. He was trying to recreate his glory days by getting attention any way he could.
0: So Tesla told the world he had communicated with space aliens.
1: Famed inventor Nikola Tesla struggled to keep pace with his own reputation. While he worked at Colorado Springs, Tesla had
0: noted that he had received some strange results after an experiment. The press in 1900 and 1901 started to run with a story that Tesla had received a signal from an intelligent civilization
1: on Mars. Tesla, at first reluctant, now realized the potential of the story— Tesla Talks to Mars would be a great headline. He did what he needed to do to keep his name appearing in print.
0: But the claim would again damage his credibility, since he had no evidence to back it up. So he would find himself in another hole and needed to make another incredible claim. He was caught in a vicious cycle, and gradually he became unmoored from reality as his inventions continued to fail him.
1: Nonetheless, a tight knot of dedicated Tesla fans never stopped believing in him. This is why, to this day, you can find people who believe he really did hear from Martians, despite our scientific knowledge that Mars hosts no civilizations of intelligent life.
0: This popular belief that Tesla was a singular genius led some to believe further that he was the victim of a smear campaign.
1: Tesla was a household name across America and Europe. He had left his mark everywhere that had electricity. The Niagara Falls generating station had rung a bell that could not be unrung. The electric grid ran on Tesla's A.C., and it still does today.
0: So if the wizard was experiencing hard times, then surely his discoveries were being suppressed by a shadowy cabal. The government was behind it. Or Edison. This was the seed that would grow into conspiracy theories when he died.
1: By 1915, Tesla's financial backers had abandoned him, and he could no longer afford the upkeep for his Wardenclyffe laboratory. The breakthroughs he promised never came to be, so the money to continue his experiments never materialized. Finally, at the age of 59, he had to sell the lab and his experimental tower to the hotel he was living in. The hotel had Tesla's tower demolished.
0: Late in his life in the 1920s, his only joy came from feeding pigeons in the park. He was distant with his surviving family members, had no love interest to speak of, and retained few friends by that point. Most of his friends had been assistants, collaborators, or financial backers, and he had none of those now. So he ended up becoming oddly close with the pigeons. By now, Tesla was about 70 years old.
1: One day, he built a prosthetic to help an injured pigeon and nursed it back to health. To hear him tell it, he fell in love with this pigeon. In case we were going to write this off as hyperbole, he clarified he meant he loved the pigeon, quote, as a man loves a woman. When the pigeon died, he went into mourning.
0: The pigeon episode exemplifies Tesla's late years perhaps more than he would like. He had become too disconnected from other people and no longer understood them. He could not devise successful inventions that people would buy if he didn't understand what people needed.
1: Late in Tesla's life, the world was at the brink of war, which may have helped motivate his studies into what we now call his death ray.
0: Tesla, at first glance, does not seem like the kind of person who would knowingly build a death ray. In fact, he preferred the more scientific-sounding name, Teleforce, and some of his fans call it his peace ray. Foreseeing the arguable logic of mutually assured destruction during the Cold War, He hoped to invent a weapon so deadly it would end war. He hoped to install this peace ray at the borders of every country. It was the belief of his nephew, Sava Kasanovic, that the designs for this death ray were among Tesla's notes. In
1: 1934, when he was 78 years old... Tesla had told the New York Times, quote, the death beam would make war impossible by offering every country an invisible Great Wall of China, end quote. Other
0: death rays proposed by various American and European inventors in the early 20th century generally were conceived as projecting literal rays of electromagnetic radiation, or in layman's terms, beams of light. This is the principle behind a laser.
1: And though it's actually possible today to make a laser with military applications, at the time, it was not known how to prevent a beam of rays from dissipating at great distances. By the time the ray hit the target, it would be too weak to damage it.
0: Tesla, having recognized this problem, worked through the 1930s on a device that would instead project particles or small objects over great distances, perhaps more comparable to a modern railgun. This device fired physical projectiles, not light, but the term death ray was still the most evocative description.
1: It stuck. In the 1930s, Tesla was in his 70s and 80s. He had long since fallen from fashion by the time he began work on his death ray, though he claimed to have been entertaining the idea since the early 1900s.
0: The death ray was one of his last jabs at relevance. The United States government was a prospective client with almost limitless money looking to push peace onto the rest of the world at any cost.
1: If he could have convinced them to buy his invention, it would have been the comeback of a lifetime. Not only would his invention have gone immediately into practical use, but he would have had enough money to build new labs and experimental towers, perhaps resuming the work that had ended at Wardenclyffe.
0: His death ray in that way was the key to so many other dreams of his, beaming power from afar or transmitting it through the earth.
1: He wanted to harness the potential of nature for the betterment of humanity.
0: Even if he had to sell a death ray to do it. We don't know how much money it would have taken to build it, and we don't know how much money he would have wanted for it, but suffice it to say that they would both be enormous sums.
1: But the U.S. government did not bite they would not spend precious wartime money on a death ray from a disgraced inventor.
0: But that doesn't mean they would also be above stealing it. If the plans for the death ray happened to come into their possession, they could assess them and decide if, in fact, it could be built. If not, they had wasted no money
1: buying the patent. But Tesla had never believed he needed a lab to invent. His first workshop was in his head.
0: So he kept on inventing, regardless of whether he had the money to actually build the prototypes or develop the products. He took extensive notes on his imaginary devices in the hopes that someday someone would see their merits. His earlier success with the impossible commutatorless AC motor convinced him that his imaginary inventions could really be built.
1: Near the end of his life, Tesla appeared in a photo with his nephew, Sava Kasanovic. Kasanovic was the Yugoslavian ambassador to the United States. He had parlayed his relationship with the most famous Serbian American into the diplomatic post. The
0: relationship between the two men is not totally clear, but it seems likely they were acquainted, but distant. They did not have much in common other than blood, but legally speaking, that was enough.
1: When Tesla died, he left behind reams of papers. Some of them documented half-baked ideas. Some might have contained deep truths about the universe. Few of them could be understood by other people.
0: Tesla had a lifelong aversion to drawing, originating from a drawing class he disliked in school. He preferred not to include illustrations of his proposed devices, even when it would have helped him convey the function of a device to a reader.
1: In the end, his notes were only intended to be read by himself.
0: And the story would end there if so many of his notes had not gone missing.
1: Tesla's body was found by his maid on January 8, 1943. He was 86 years old when he died.
0: Later that day, his nephew Kasanovic attempted to retrieve his uncle's belongings
1: from Tesla's hotel room. He allegedly discovered that hundreds of pages of Tesla's notes had already been removed from the apartment. He was supposedly familiar with a black notebook labeled government that was not present in Tesla's room.
0: The American government did not trust Kasanovic. The FBI suspected that he had ties to Yugoslavia's Communist Party.
1: Yes, there was a tenuous alliance between the Soviet bloc and the West, but many people in the United States government believed that as soon as Germany was defeated, the Soviet and Western armies would immediately start a new war in the killing fields of Europe.
0: Regardless, Kasanovik was the rightful heir of Tesla's notes, and Tesla had been an American citizen when he died. The American government had no legal right to confiscate an American citizen's estate, and they knew it. So in order to confiscate Tesla's estate the government acted as though he was a non-citizen immigrant. They seized his notes illegally through the United States Office of Alien Property.
1: Two days after Tesla's death, the United States Office of Alien Property took 80 trunks of Tesla's remaining notes out of his hotel room.
0: Now, if you're saying to yourself, wait, that timeline doesn't make sense, you're not alone. If the government had already gone in on the day that Tesla died to take some of his notes, why would they need to come back and take more later?
1: It turns out that the story where Kosanovic discovered that the government notebook was already missing is just that, a story.
0: But we do know for a fact that the American government did illegally confiscate those 80 trunks from the room two days after Tesla's death. It's confirmed by declassified FBI memos. That raises the question of why the government would have motive to interfere with the Tesla estate in the first place.
1: The American government was behaving like they believed the death ray was real, or at least that there was a good enough chance that it was to justify sticking their neck out. Sava Kasanovic may have agreed. The Americans wanted to prevent communists from getting the death ray, no matter the cost.
0: Our story will continue in a moment after a brief message.
1: And now, let's continue the story.
0: It was January 1943, and Tesla's heir, his nephew, Sava Kosanovic, had been denied some of his inheritance. The American government stole hundreds of Tesla's papers eager to determine if he had built an operable death ray.
1: The illegal search of Tesla's hotel room had been conducted by the Office of Alien Property, especially insulting to Kosanovic, since Tesla had been an American citizen. The Office of Alien Property did not have any legal jurisdiction over citizens. They could only legally confiscate things from foreign nationals.
0: The legal battle raged for almost a decade. Finally, in 1952, A court ruled that the papers had to be returned to Kasanovic.
1: Again, that would be the end of this story if they were so easily found. But the Office of Alien Property had said they had taken 80 trunks of documents. According to some sources, they only returned 60, and these were just the originals. They had certainly made their own microfilm copies. Kosanovic
0: admitted it was possible that they had simply repacked the documents in larger trunks, but he remained suspicious that he had not received his full inheritance due to American prejudices over Kosanovic's ties to communists.
1: He donated the papers he received to a museum in Belgrade. During the Cold War, Western academics were routinely denied access to Tesla's writings, If they begged enough, the Yugoslavians might relent and let them see a few of the papers, but rarely the whole collection.
0: Just as the U.S. government had done, the Yugoslavians seemed to think there was something in the papers worth protecting.
1: What exactly they thought was worth protecting still isn't clear. Neither the Yugoslavian nor American militaries has ever fielded a functioning death ray. More
0: likely, the Yugoslavians simply didn't understand all of Tesla's convoluted notes and sought to protect them just in case there was something cryptically hidden in the texts. They didn't want someone else to decipher the plans for a death ray or for free energy, even if they couldn't decipher them themselves. At least, even with Tesla gone, someone was around to jealously guard Tesla's secrets.
1: Now that the Cold War is over, access to the Belgrade papers is easier for academics from both sides of the Iron Curtain. But what about the 20 missing trunks that the Yugoslavians never received? What about the first notebooks, the ones taken by someone other than the U.S. Office of Alien Property?
0: This action opened the door to intrigue and speculation. Anyone who wanted to believe Tesla had invented free energy and that the evil forces behind the governments of the world sought to suppress this secret knowledge, now had an excuse to believe
1: it. With so many wild theories abounding, it's hard to keep a grasp on what's real, much like Tesla himself had difficulty with later in his life.
0: Consistently, the U.S. government has tried to downplay the significance of the notes they took. They assigned one of their own men to the case, a radar specialist named John G. Trump, the uncle of another famous Trump. John Trump quickly set to investigating the papers, saying,
1: quote, Tesla's thoughts and efforts during at least the past 15 years were primarily of a speculative, philosophical, and somewhat promotional character, often concerned with the production and wireless transmission of power, but did not include new, sound, workable principles or methods for realizing such results. End quote. The particle beam plans in particular,
0: Trump considered to be too vague to be used to build a working device.
1: Trump concluded that Tesla's notes contained nothing of use. But that conclusion was suspect,
0: since the government held on to the papers until a court ordered them to release them. If the papers were useless, why fight to continue to keep them?
1: And besides, why was this government suit so sure he had cracked the code? All of Tesla's early success had been achieved in spite of being misunderstood and underestimated.
0: Had we been making this episode a few short years ago, this is where the facts would give way to speculation. But the story has taken some fascinating new turns in recent years.
1: In three separate releases, the most recent of which took place in March 2018, the FBI has declassified more than 200 pages of their file on Tesla, This includes internal government memos regarding Tesla's stolen notes.
0: They did not release these papers out of the kindness of their heart. The releases were in
1: response to requests under the Freedom of Information Act. Because there have been three releases, and they seem to be releasing them as they process them, it's very possible, even likely, that more papers from the FBI's Tesla file still remain unreleased. The memos contain many interesting revelations.
0: According to the first memo released, the FBI became intrigued by the teleforce, or death ray, as early as 1940, two years after Tesla announced it to the New York Times. The memo addressed to J. Edgar Hoover, the head of the FBI, requests that steps be taken to make sure Tesla was not abducted by enemy governments in case he really did know how to build such a device.
1: One of the memos alludes to an earlier batch of notes that the government came to possess in 1934. It doesn't say if they were confiscated or if Tesla, who was alive at the time, willingly handed them over.
0: It also states that Tesla in 1932 gave one of his inventions to a hotel in exchange for an unpaid $400 room bill. The hotel put it in a safe deposit box as collateral. When Tesla died in 1943, 11 years later, the bill was still unpaid. So the hotel still had his invention.
1: The hotel employees refused to hand it over to Office of Alien Property Personnel unless they paid the bill. The government men declined to do so, but asked that the hotel let them know if anyone else came to retrieve the invention. It's not clear what happened to the invention after that, or who has it.
0: Blois Fitzgerald, an electrician and friend of Tesla's, believed the invention in the safe deposit box was Tesla's death ray. Fitzgerald might not be the most reliable source, however, as it seems he took most of Tesla's showmanship literally and could not distinguish Tesla's exaggerations from his accomplishments. Fitzgerald said the reason he believed Tesla had a working death ray is simply that, well, Tesla told him he did. Fitzgerald never actually
1: saw it. The FBI documents are full of twists like that, They confirmed some things long suspected by Tesla's nephew, Sava Kasanovic. The government's rationale in seizing Tesla's papers was explicitly to deny Kasanovic possession of them. The FBI feared Kasanovic would make the papers available to the enemy, not specifying whether they meant Nazis or communists, but probably referring to the latter.
0: The same memo stated that Tesla had detested his nephew, as if this was justification for withholding the documents from him. We just have the FBI's word to go by here that and a single photo of the two men together, in which they don't really look like either best friends or worst rivals, just two men in a group photo.
1: Conspiracy theories continue to circle through the internet today, fueled by the latest releases by the FBI. Amateur investigators obsess over the slightest redactions, convinced the truth of Tesla's free energy lies right beneath the ink blots.
0: Many of the redactions are clearly typos blotted by the typist with the first letters of the blotted word legible and shared with the following word. Still, wherever there is a redaction, Tesla's most diehard fans take it as proof that Tesla had valuable secrets, and now they are in the sole possession of the government.
1: As we noted, it's probable that the American government is still holding on to some of their files on Tesla, which may contain more of Tesla's secrets. They may just be waiting to process the rest of the papers for release. After all, a Freedom of Information Act request wouldn't trigger the release of anything that is still classified.
0: Tesla biographer Mike Seifer believes it is possible that some of Tesla's knowledge has been used as the backbone of technologies that were recently or are still in development. For example, if Tesla's death ray lent some of its ideas to Reagan's attempted nuclear defense program, the Strategic Defense Initiative, those papers would still be classified today.
1: So that brings us up to speed on the papers the government confiscated, But what happened to the papers that were already missing when Kasanovic arrived in Tesla's room before the government men arrived?
0: According to the source that described these events, we only have Kasanovic's word to go on that anyone had searched the room before him. He said that he could not find some of Tesla's technical papers and a notebook labeled government.
1: Maybe he simply misremembered what Tesla's notes looked like or didn't know what to look for. Kasanovic was a diplomat, not a scientist.
0: Remember that Kasanovic, too, was an agent of a government. He might have had reasons of his own to lob accusations of intellectual theft. Our picture is also blurred by the fact that we don't know much about the relationship between Tesla and Kasanovic.
1: We can't completely rule out the possibility that Kasanovic himself took those papers. Fitzgerald, Tesla's friend, alleged that Kasanovic had broken into Tesla's room on the 7th and done exactly that.
0: According to Fitzgerald, Tesla had privately claimed a month before his death that he had finally perfected the wireless transmission of power. If true, that would give Kasanovic a motive. But if Kasanovic had taken the first batch of papers, why would he later draw attention to the fact that they were missing?
1: And Tesla's other acquaintances at the time described him as deranged in his last 10 years and in no state to invent anything.
0: Besides, Tesla had been making claims about having perfected various inventions his whole life. The odds that Tesla had really innovated something so groundbreaking a month before he died seemed very slim, and it is odd that Fitzgerald took Tesla's bravado at face value.
1: Fitzgerald's theory has the veneer of conspiracy theory to it. It glosses over inconvenient facts to draw a salacious conclusion. It doesn't make much sense to blame Kasanovic for papers Kasanovic himself reported missing.
0: Further muddying the issue, the earliest FBI memos do not mention Kasanovic's claim that some papers were missing when he first arrived.
1: It's possible that the idea that some papers were already missing came from a later, secondary source, or even a misunderstanding of what papers went missing and why.
0: The earliest source we could find for this claim was a documentary which also appears to have gotten the date of Tesla's death incorrect. We don't know where the claim came from or why they attributed it to
1: Kasanovic, who does not appear to have ever made this claim. Since the documentary came out, various other sources have echoed the rumor down to its precise phrasing. So it looks like it originated with the documentary. We think these papers simply never existed.
0: We think it's more likely that everything was in the room when Kasanovic arrived.
1: If the first papers did exist, whoever took them might not have gotten much good out of them regardless. Like the papers the government took... Any other potentially missing papers would be of questionable utility.
0: As we pointed out earlier, Tesla's notes weren't exactly easy to understand. John Trump may have been right that nothing in Tesla's notes could be made to work.
1: However, Trump had a motive to take that stance, since if there was officially nothing of value, then it would be harder for Kasanovic to insist on their rightful return. If it wasn't valuable, there was no rush to repatriate it.
0: And Trump would not have been the first to wrongly declare a Tesla device impossible. From Tesla's physics professor on to his midlife rivals, many intelligent men had been unable to understand aspects of Tesla's work, and Tesla created at least one of those impossible devices, the AC motor.
1: Still, it's worth noting that the person who most often overestimated the value of Tesla's inventions was Tesla himself. He never mastered the beaming of power. He was beaten to transmitting information by a more effective technology, Marconi's radio.
0: Could it even be possible that his death ray would have worked? 75 years after his death, Several generations of geniuses, inventors, and engineers have
1: contributed to the field of electronics, and none of them have built a working death ray. Starting in 1958, DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, spent 10 years and $27 million researching death rays for the American military, only to abandon the project due to both cost and technical issues. They weren't working from Tesla's notes, but they had access to funds and resources Tesla could only have dreamed of. Surely someone would have made this idea work by now, if it could be made to work at all.
0: Today, here is where we stand on Tesla's missing papers. They fall into four basic categories.
1: Number one, 60 trunks of papers the U.S. government stole and returned to Kasanovic after court order. Once difficult for Westerners to read or research, they are now no longer missing. They can be accessed at a museum in Belgrade. Most of the papers are not technologically useful. Number two,
0: 20 trunks of papers the U.S. government allegedly stole and apparently never returned to Kasanovic. They may still have them.
1: Number three, FBI memos, 249 pages of which are now released. These memos are not the papers themselves, but they do offer us insight into what those papers contained, how they were seized, and why. And lastly...
0: Number four. Papers that supposedly were already missing when Kasanovic arrived in Tesla's room. These papers probably never existed, and the rumor appears to have originated in a relatively recent documentary.
1: Therefore... We at Gone believe that most of the papers have been found. The big question mark remains whether anything related to the death ray was in those 20 trunks the U.S. government might still have, and if so, whether they have attempted to build one.
0: If the notes aren't useful, we may know soon enough. There are probably more FBI memo dumps coming, and anything unclassified might still come out.
1: But what if the notes are useful? What if Tesla's death ray can be built? Is there a U.S. Army task force still examining reams of old stained papers? Is a working copy rusting, forgotten, in an old Soviet bunker?
0: If the papers explained how to build a death ray, then someone has it, and it's only a matter of time before they use it. And I doubt we'd see it coming.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Gone. If you want to find more episodes or any of ParCast's other podcasts, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, CastBox, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast directory.
0: A lot of you ask how to help the show. If you enjoy the show, the best way to do that is to leave a five-star review. You can also tell us your theories on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast, on Twitter at Parcast Network or at Parcast.com. We'll be back in
1: two weeks with another episode.
0: Just because it's gone doesn't mean it can't be found. Gone was created by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the Parcast Network. It is produced by Max and Ron Cutler, sound designed by Michael Lengsner, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro and Paul Mahler. Additional production assistance by Maggie Admire and Carly Madden. Gone is written by Tom Pike and stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner.